Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, breaking down the Kansas City Chiefs and Baltimore Ravens making a big trade ahead of the draft. It's Orlando Brown Jr. headed to Kansas City in exchange for a first-round pick. Also, all sorts of other draft picks on the move. We'll break it all down. It's all brought to you by DraftKings. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up for a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook is letting you turn $1 into $100 in free bets if a quarterback is selected first overall this Thursday night. Don't forget, enter code PFF during sign-up only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or West Virginia only, new customers only, winnings paid out in free bets, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, first of all, on the main PFF NFL podcast last week, you proposed the question, hey, or you posed it, will the Baltimore Ravens and Kansas City Chiefs do business? Potential rivals in the AFC, will they do business for Orlando Brown? Obvious need for the Kansas City Chiefs. I said, no way. They would treat it like an in-division rivalry. They won't do it. And I was completely wrong. And uh, good job posing the question. Um, So it's Orlando Brown going from Baltimore to Kansas City in exchange for a first-round pick. But also Baltimore picks up a third and a fifth and then another fifth in 2022, whereas Kansas City gets a second round pick this year and then a sixth rounder next year. What are your initial thoughts on this trade? Yeah, and all the the added picks kind of net out, cancel each other out. So it ends up essentially being Orlando Brown Jr. for that number one um, 31st overall draft pick, which was what I was speculating on the main podcast And the reason I I did that is because it does make a lot of sense for both teams. So I'm not going to go hard down the, you know, team, one team or other won this trade. I think they both made out well. Kansas City have essentially traded and paid for the idea of a little bit more certainty at a very important position for them. They've revamped that offensive line this offseason. That was the one big position left still to fill. And they probably didn't love where they might have been drafting in terms of what caliber left tackle was going to be left for them to pick at that spot. Whereas Baltimore, you know, Orlando Brown Jr. wants to play left tackle. It's not a, a, a business thing for him. It's not, it's a, you know, wants to honor the memory of his dad, wants to play left tackle. And he's not going to get a shot at that at Baltimore because they have Ronnie Stanley there, who's better. Um, so Baltimore is probably staring down a timeline where they're going to have to lose him anyway, at which point get what you can for him now and repair the damage done elsewhere. Yeah, that's why if you're looking at winners and losers of the trade, I I love it for the Ravens because of the things you're saying. I don't love it for the Chiefs, but I get it. Um, I I don't think it's the best alternative for the Chiefs. But as far as, you know, the Ravens go, they weren't going to be able to pay Ronnie Stanley and Orlando Brown. And Orlando basically saying, hey, I I do want out, and I played a pretty solid left tackle this year, and I want that shot to play left tackle. Uh, it was almost uh, almost a favor, I would say, to the Ravens, because I, I look at business decisions from a high level view and from a high level view, the Ravens drafted Orlando Brown in the third round, 83 overall in 2018. They got three excellent seasons from Orlando Brown. Um, and by the way, he was a first round talent that fell to the third because he had literally the worst NFL combine we've ever seen. Mm. I mean, the worst actual workout that it scared teams off enough and I don't blame them I really don't but Orlando Brown has come good you know he's been a a fantastic player so the fact that the Ravens could get a third round pick get three years of service time out of him flip him for a first round pick essentially is great business 
And the risky part for the Chiefs is they're going to have to pay him at some point. He, they have one more year, and then they're going to pay him. So it's, it's an expensive move for the Chiefs to get their left tackle of the future. Yeah, Orlando Brown had the worst uh, combine performance of his draft class, which featured somebody getting sent home from the combine with a heart condition. Um, <laughs> so that was how bad it was. Orlando Brown, he's interesting because you're right. He's had a very good career so far, largely at right tackle. 840 of his snaps so far have been at left tackle. Not a lot. But last season, he did have to fill in at left tackle and didn't give up a sack in almost 400 pass-blocking snaps, albeit in an offense that makes life easier for you if you're an offensive lineman. And that's been the big debate with those Ravens offensive linemen for the last couple of years within this offense is, yeah, okay, their numbers are incredible, but how much does it help having Lamar Jackson back there, which changes how teams can rush the passer? And you you can isolate it and say, well, in obvious passing downs and all those kinds of things and make the sample size smaller and smaller, but you can't really uh, control for what Lamar Jackson does and what that run-heavy system does to a pass rusher, even when it gets to the chance when he should be rushing the passer as normal. So I think you can probably expect Orlando, Orlando Brown to be a little bit worse outside of that Baltimore offense than he has been. But even then, I think it's still a pretty good gamble in terms of he's probably going to be better than a guy that we would draft at 31 overall this year. Um, the the only way I don't like it really for the Chiefs is how much they're potentially going to have to pay him. But I do think that there's a chance, you know, they use a franchise tag on him and they basically kick that down the line as far as they can and hope that either Brown is even better for them than he has been so far or that, you know, he actually doesn't work out as planned and they can kind of cut bait and, and sort of go in a different direction anyway. Yeah, my my biggest question mark for the Chiefs is, yes, I think the way you worded it was right. And it, I worded it similarly in a tweet last week. They're paying for certainty, right? So all the all the tackles that might be on the board late first round, uh, Samuel Cosby from Texas, Dylan Radunz from North Dakota State, Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Pick your guy. Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. Pick your guy. They're late first round, early second round prospects. They could be good. They could, uh, like other offensive linemen, they could take three years to develop. The Chiefs don't feel like they have that, right? Um, I think we'll talk about it more on the main PFF NFL podcast, but I, I don't love that the Chiefs feel like they're overreacting to one game. I feel like they're overreacting to the Super Bowl. We'll get into it a little bit more. But the bottom line here is they're paying for a little bit of certainty but I wonder what would happen if they had a better alternative or if they chose a better alternative or pushed that better alternative, which I believe would have been the guy that's going to visit the Baltimore Ravens just last week, Alejandro Villanueva, a free agent who's an average to slightly above average pass blocker. You plug him in, you say it's 10 million bucks a year and you still have that first round pick. What if it was Villanueva plus a late first rounder instead of Orlando Brown and that pending long-term contract, which all, which is inevitable, man. It has to be because you just invested a first-round pick in him. Yeah, I mean, Villanueva, I think, would be an okay option, but he hasn't been as good as he was in the past couple of years. The other thing is, you know, they did take a shot at different options. You know, they, they went hard after Trent Williams in free agency, couldn't get that done. Williams ends up re-signing in San Francisco. They kind of pivot all that money to Joe Tooney at guard instead so they, they did try and, you know, make a big splash at left tackle and fix that in a different way. So now I think they were left in this spot where you either 
go into the draft and hope that a guy you like who can start day one is there at number 31, which is by no means a guarantee. You sign a Villanueva or, um, you know, there's a couple of other options out there, none of whom are great to start at left tackle right now in free agency. Again, they don't seem to have loved that option. Or the last one, you trade for Orlando Brown, who's still young, who's still got potential upside, who's been very good. And the only downside to that is you got to cough up a contract as well. But, you know, I don't think the Chiefs are as financially cash-strapped as a lot of people seem to think they are. I think they can definitely accommodate that contract if they want to get it done, at which point I think this is worth paying for certainty. It doesn't strike me as a panic move. It just strikes me as the Chiefs at this point, with Patrick Mahomes, a quarterback, valuing a degree of certainty. Yeah, and but... For me, I, I think it's because of the way the Super Bowl went. But either way, if you look at the offensive line now in Kansas City, Orlando Brown steps in at left tackle. Joe Tooney, they paid a ton of money for him to be the starting left guard. Austin Blythe comes in to play center. Uh, LDT, the doctor's coming back, potentially a right guard. And if he's not, Kyle Long comes in out of retirement. It's you know Either way, it's, it looks like they'll have a pretty good right guard there. Uh, tackle still a question mark, but Mike Remmers is there. And Mike Remmers is a good and serviceable right tackle, as he was much of last year. I think the ideal world is still he's a swing tackle. But, uh, you know, tackle would still be in play for Kansas City, maybe with their with the second round pick that they picked up from the Ravens or their second round pick now. So um, still more work to do in Kansas City, but it's an aggressive move and one where they're saying, look, we got to We got to make sure that the Super Bowl never happens again. And, you know, the price may be high, but that's what they were willing to pay. We'll have more on the big on the big show, the PFF NFL podcast. Let us know. What do you think of the Orlando Brown trade to the Kansas City Chiefs? It's the PFF NFL Daily. 